All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. All is well here. We have so much to talk about tonight, but uh, as always, uh, listeners, I send Jake news links. We are recording on Thursday, October 24th. always want to give you that heads up in case there's a big news story we miss. That's why it happened after we talked. talked. Um, I, I always send Jake a few links, a few ideas that we can talk about. Jake, something hit... Uh, I don't even see any news stories on it. It's all over Twitter, which means it's recent, that I think I'd like to open with. Um, so what yeah, happened was, yeah, I let's think do it. it was in, like I said, this is all over Twitter, so I haven't really read, really read any news, but I think it was in New York, and I think it was earlier today, because I said otherwise it'd be all over the news. Um, there was an event for young actors in probably New York, and Har- Young actors. Yell actors, like, you said? Yeah. Oh, young actors. I, 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 I thought you said yell actors. Young actors, up-and-coming actors and actresses, people that want to get into the industry, and Harvey Weinstein attended ah. it, and people lost their shit. No, he's... he's well, I thought uh, he was in jail. No, but... Ah. Like, okay, this is where I will fully admit, in a way, to being a hypocrite, and I will try and explain my hypocrisy, and maybe I'm not a hip- hypocrite. Well, guilty till proven innocent. You know, or you know, the other way around. Innocent till <laughs> well, proven guilty. I, I, That's what I when, say. When when uh, Louis C.K. shows up at a comedy club and people cry and bitch, um, I kind of say, you know what? He's a comedian. You're in a comedy club. You know, shit happens. And especially when you know Louis C.K. is on the bill, and then people complain and say, "Oh, Louis C.K. shouldn't be doing comedy." Fuck you. He gets to. I will say the reverse for this one. Where you are a young actress or actor or anyone, and you are just going to an event and Harvey Weinstein shows up, you have to know, if you're Harvey Weinstein, that people are going to be upset. And and this this one woman, uh, Kelly Buckman, calls him out. She makes a comment like, uh, I, I'm going to get this wrong, but she, she says something like, oh, I didn't know I was going to need a rape whistle tonight or something. Or she makes a joke and it doesn't go over all that well. And she goes, hey, that always goes... That joke always does great in my uh, um, therapy group for rape survivors. I mean, just fucking goes after him. And I say more power to anyone and everyone that shit on him with him in the audience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. That being said, you know, there was at least three or four people who were quietly going up after him going, listen, uh, competition is stiff here. Uh, I, I, I will do what it <laughs> that's takes. True. I there don't probably care. probably was that thought, but... I know because I was one of those people. Uh, I offered to blow Harvey Weinstein tonight for even a, I, I, just a shitty well, commercial I mean, what's, spot. What's funny is, like I said, my hypocrisy. Uh, uh, Louis C.K. takes the stage. But again, here's my hypocrisy. Here, here's my, um, um, not definition, my, my, here's my defense of my hypocrisy. These two things are worlds apart, what these two men did. So if a comedian jerks off while another woman's on the phone or asks, hey, can I jerk off in front of you? inappropriate don't like it but i'm not going to say he should never be a comedian again and if he gets right. on stage yeah, i'm not yeah. going to cry a full-on rapist um <laughs> hey samson stop it my my dog is viciously <laughs> defending lewis ck he's like listen How do you know he wasn't defending harvey nothing. weinstein since that's who i was about to attack he got angry when i actually i got a pretty mean dog i think he's pro weinstein as well um He's pro all the Steens. Epstein, he he doesn't he give a fuck. Jewish he thinks people. they should Good all be him. let free and resuscitated and brought Jewish back people. to life. That's nice. He defends Jewish people. I love Jewish people. We all love Jewish people. But um, <laughs> so so where was I going with this? Oh, it, Louis C.K. is a comedian, and what he did, fine. You don't have to like it, and you shouldn't. But Harvey Weinstein's a full on rapist. For him to show up at a forum for young, uh, up and coming actors, especially actresses in the room. That's just poor form on his part. Even if he fully, it's it's pretty wild. I get. I I think people that saw him there that actually were young actors and actresses probably felt the same way about that as like younger UFC fighters when Don King yes. said he wanted to get into managing <laughs> UFC. It's like really, like but but we do we we know about you, man. There's been movies made about this. Come on. No, we're not going to fucking sign with you. That is and beautiful comparison. Um, I think this is funny. Uh, there's a statement released from a, by a representative for Harvey Weinstein. Uh, quote, This scene was uncalled for, downright rude, and an example of how due process today is being squashed by the public, trying to take it away in the courtroom too. 
Wait, yeah, this is one of Mike Weinstein's said that what quotes happened was? when when he got called a rapist piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, how dare that actress? It's a classic case of he said eighty-seven of them said it could have gone either way. All right, who among us doesn't have eighty-seven women that have lied, made up the well, same story? Here, this, it's this, bullshit. This is my thought. Say, say you, say Harvey, say you're Harvey for a second. Say you fully, fully believe that you're innocent. You did nothing wrong. You have to have the awareness about you to know that everybody else on the planet thinks you're lying, except for the five lackeys you pay. And sure. that if you just randomly show up at an event like the at an event like this, you're gonna get blowback. You just you 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 have to be aware, given all the articles that are written about you, how the public opinion is about you. That if you go into a forum where there are not just young actors, but young actress, actresses, young pe- people in the industry, people that you preyed upon and raped because you're a rapist. And I will put allegedly uh, in front of all of that just so we don't get sued. Um, anytime I say Harvey Weinstein is a rapist, I do fully mean alleged rapist. Um, yeah, they might have all been lying, all 128 of them. I make it up the same saying, story. Lying bitches. What? Allegedly or whatever. Yeah, yeah, alleged. Alleged, Mr. Weinstein. Hey, I think I'm going to go out tonight on the town. What could go wrong? Everybody loves me, right? Are you really that dense? It. I mean, maybe he is. Trump thinks people like him because he goes to arenas full of stupid people that yell his name and love him. So maybe Harvey in his own delusion thought that he would go there and... Well, but that is is a huge difference. There are arenas full of people yelling, we love Trump. Uh, You know, not that many people hate him. He clearly got elected. So it's like, yeah, there's huge sections of the population that like that guy. If you go to areas of the country where there's more of them, you can get arenas full of people chanting your name. There's not. It's not like Wyoming loves Weinstein. You know what I'm saying? It's not like if he flies to some obscure state, there's people going, yeah, make them earn their way in Hollywood through your Johnson. And like, there's nobody that's this pro that true. guy. Well, just just interesting all around. And as I said earlier, good to anybody that uh, apparently there were a few people that uh, that just sort of. And you know what? I was I was I was I was gonna say there are a few people who didn't say anything, but you know what? In a situation like that, maybe you just don't know what to do. Maybe you just sort of like, oh shit, Harvey Weinstein's here. Fuck this. But to the the people who stood up and and called him a rapist and said get the fuck out of here and attacked him, good on you for for standing up for for yourself and for uh, anyone that was a victim of his bullshit. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's the thing in terms of why he would think it, it wouldn't be a problem. I think that's a combination of two things. You have just the severe narcissism of an evil man who was very successful and on top of the world for so long combined with even now he can still surround himself by. Those few yes men. I mean, he, he, he's been walling himself off in his mansion for so long. And the only people that are around him are the six, seven people that he's throwing handfuls of money at. And so, of course, they'll tell, oh, yeah, it's blowing over. I don't even think they care about that. Yeah, you know, you know how it is with social media. People are upset one minute and then not the next. I think people are more pissed off about Matt Lauer <laughs> than you, you know, <laughs> and I, I think they're, they're just telling him that. And, and he'll he'll say shit like that. And it's they'll pause and they'll be like, "What? No, you're insane! Wait, you're paying me how much? Yeah, fucking a. They they care way more about disease and sorry, you, you know, giving this girl the wrong kind of wine before trying to get laid or whatever. Like they'll they'll say yes to whatever the guy fucking says because they're they're yes men. They're getting paid a lot of money to be around that guy and put up with his nonsense and sort of." Um, keep in, in inflating his his delusional ego and so that that's what happens when you just surround yourself with them and then you go out into the real world where it's a, a whole bunch of people who aren't being paid six figures a year by you to agree with anything you say and it, it, it's oftentimes very it, different it it must be nice i i mean to to be able to live such a delusional and carefree life I mean, it, it sucks in the moments where you get confronted for your uh, by the reality of it all. But, I mean, 
Say th- again, this was at a, 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 I guess it was a fundraiser. I'm scrolling and seeing now. Imagine when he just goes to high, high end restaurants. I, I'm doubting anybody in the upper elite. They might not like him, but I'm guessing if he goes to a restaurant where you pay, you know, several hundred dollars for whatever you, you, know, you, you buy at a high end restaurant, I'm sure the people there don't like him, but they probably just sort of look at him sideways like, Ugh. but, you know, here you're going to get confronted. Well, but that's not an event. That's not an event. How I mean, how much are you even looking at people at other tables when you're at True. a restaurant, especially True. a nice one? You know what I mean? You're, you're more focused just on the ambience of the place in general, whoever you're there with. You know, it's 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 very rare that I've ever gone to a nice place by myself and just like I'm just gonna fucking hang out here and eat an overpriced steak with you know some sauce on it that's all French <laughs> that I can't pronounce. You know, and just just sort of glance around the room. I mean, that's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to get laid or something, you know? All right, so maybe we'll talk about this more next week as more comes out on it. But uh, maybe it'll all just go away because it was just uh, one night. But either way, I thought it was interesting that that, uh, he left the house and got confronted for being the piece of shit alleged rapist that he is. Alleged. Yeah, he might not have done it. All 1,786 of them could have been lying. Sometimes 1,786 women will just team up and decide to make lies up about it's it. A a bunch of, you know, women lie. Um, Goddamn so conspiracy. A couple things I just want to brush over, maybe brush over. We'll see where you want to take it. Um, I, we were right. I'm, I'm going to give us both credit for it. I did some of the digging on this. I remember this is an old story. I uh, looked up some articles. All the deaths in the Dominican Republic, and I said, do you think we're getting hyped up over nothing? Uh, I'm reading stories that say on any given year, uh, this number of people die of natural causes, and so on and so forth, and blah, 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 blah. And guess what came out this week? And here's my favorite part. It came out that uh, as autopsies are being reported, uh, as, as they're being done and reported, toxicology tests done by the FBI three Americans now, three of them that uh, were dead, natural causes. So that story, and here's my favorite part, uh, buried, not front page news, just you know, I, I stumbled across this article. It was not screamed across the headlines. When when several people died in the Dominican Republic, oh, that was screamed that from the mountaintop. That was like, people are dying. Right, yeah, yeah. When people get wrapped up in hysteria, that's always going to be front page. But the, hey, you know that hysteria we got you guys wrapped up in? Uh, that will never be front page. Uh, we're very proud of our hysteria here in the media. It's what pays the bills, what keeps the light on here in 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 the offices of all of the media. Your hysteria that we completely yeah, this, whipped up. This was one of those like uh, when you when you go to a, a website, they have the the main story that's very scary and clickbaity, and then you scroll and you scroll and you scroll. It's like in the old days where it was the newspaper where the front page right. headline and the retraction was on page twenty at the bottom. That's exactly what this is. You, I was scrolling, and it just said, uh, Dominican deaths ruled natural causes. I'm like, what? And clicked on it. So, yeah. Um, you and I called it. We talked about it. I said, I'm reading these stories that say it's going to probably turn out to be just a natural cycle. But the way the media works with uh, shark attack one season, swine flu the next, um, whatever, they just they glob onto something. Like, here, we talked about this at the time, I remember. Several years ago, there was an Ebola outbreak, and it took the world by storm. It was when Obama was president, and everybody was afraid and saying, oh, we have to quarantine doctors without borders that go over there and help people, and and Ebola is going to spread. I fed into it, too. I I saw a guy walking at me in a a white coat. I fucking murdered him on the spot. I was like, (laughs) you're not getting shit on me. I feel bad at it now, but what, what am I supposed to do? I was wrapped up in the times. It's not my fault. And, well... Today, right now, October 24th, as you and I speak, the second largest Ebola outbreak ever is still ongoing. It's been going on for several months. It's spreading. They can't contain it. And guess what's never in the news? It's not sexy anymore. Ebola. It's not in the news. We are, it's the same thing, just a little bit smaller. So it's the second biggest, but it's there. It's, it's, it's spreading. It's jumping from country to country, but nobody's talking about it. It's the media reports what they want to report. And when we click on something and get afraid, then they go, ooh, that's what they're afraid of. Uh, let's write more of that. Dude, there was a kid on the subway yesterday trying to ask for money because he had Ebola. And I was like, what do you think? It's 2016? Get with the fucking times. No one feels bad about that shit anymore. <laughs> uh, it's not gotta, sexy. You got to change your sign there, kid. 
Yeah, update it. You got to do with uh, what, what is the hobby? You say I I I drank seven liters of water in the Dominican Republic, and and that's what's going to get you paid with a Tide Pod. Um, yes, with I, a Tide Pod up my ass. Yes, millennial as fuck. That's how I do it. All right, here's another thing from last week. Just want to brush over. Uh, you made me feel really good. I was talking about Tom Steyer spending $47 million on advertising to finish dead last in all the polls and in the future primaries. And you said, hey, he's bringing up issues. He's getting people talking. What are you going to do? I'm like, all right. I like that positive spin on it. Literally, that night after we stopped speaking, I'm just searching through the news like I do. Michael he Jordan. spent the rest of his money buying Jeffrey Epstein's island and continuing <laughs> his legacy. <laughs> Fucking billionaires, man. You know, be a good way. To you want to like one of them? <laughs> and it's like, no. Why do I? You wouldn't have a billion dollars if you were a good man. No, the article I saw. You would have gave somebody Michael, away. Michael Jordan was cutting the ribbon, opening a new health clinic in his hometown of Charlotte, guaranteed a healthcare clinic guaranteed to take care of uninsured people so that's what he's doing with his uh, money he donated seven million to get that started so yeah tom steyer spending 47 million on advertising michael jordan opening a health clinic to take care of people without insurance tom steyer god damn it i'm sick of your fucking ads do something good with your goddamn money okay again not saying that uh, you shouldn't give money to charity and do it what Michael Jordan is doing I'm just saying that there's more than one way to to sort of use your money in a good way and it, it, it's the same way when I would I would sometimes do comedy shows for um, charities for animals back in the day and then sometimes now you're people, like fuck animals I won't ever do them again yeah, yeah, I couldn't stand the animals. I was like, fuck these things. I started punting them downstairs. I, I just got sick of animals, you know? Uh, but no, every now and then, somebody would comment on one of my posts about them. Like, oh, you guys only care about animals. Why don't you care about they're starving people, but you only give a fuck about, you know, uh, dogs and cats and gerbils and whatever the fuck. And it's like, well, what did you do for the starving people today? And there can be more than one important cause out there. There can be many. He, he could have spent the money going to Jeffrey Epstein's island. A lot of them did, you know, and they're not getting criticized right now because they made the guy's death look like a suicide. He could have been one of those billionaires, but he's not. He's he's doing something that he genuinely believes is important. He's running on a platform that he thinks is going to help a lot of people that he thinks a lot of the mainstream Democrats are not paying attention to or they're just sort of pretend paying attention to it. Like, oh, yeah, I care about these people and these people and those people and poor people. And But once I get elected, I'm just going to keep bombing shit and letting the banks run amok. You know, he, he's, he's doing a thing that he thinks is very important and maybe it'll get actual candidates to pay attention to those issues if this man draws enough steam, which I would argue that Bernie Sanders doing as well as he did and Hillary Clinton eating as big a dick as she did in the the general election in swing states. I know she killed it in the states that were going to be blue anyway and got an insane amount of votes in those states. But again... Doesn't matter. Bernie was way bigger than they thought he was going to be in the last election. And a lot of people at the time were saying, you're you're wasting your time with this. The, the, mainstream candidates won't take on a lot of these issues. They, they, they won't take on a lot of these platforms. Most of America won't get behind them. And now here we are later. And a lot of the mainstream ones that are running are, are now a little more like Bernie than they were like Hillary, I, I would argue it, especially in things like foreign policy and things like health care. Um, so I still maintain that this is not a terrible thing to do with your money. I don't, I don't view this as a total waste of money. Could okay. it be better spent? Yes. Is, is, is it the optimal way to spend money if your life's goal is to uh, dig as many wells as you can and put food? Arguably not. But there is... There's also good that he can be coming out of this, too. I, I don't think he's he deserves all the scrutiny you're giving him. Well, I, I have two thoughts on that. Um, 
a, a good argument. Uh, I don't have much of a problem with it other than here are my two thoughts. Uh, the first one is, at what point, though? Like, $47 million. When you get to $20 million, maybe you go, all right, that was $20 million. Let's try something else now. That's my first thought. And then my second one is, did you happen to see Inside Bill's Brain on Netflix? Inside Bill's Brain. Oh, the one about Bill Gates, right? Yeah, it's a three-part documentary on Bill no, Gates. No, I've not seen it, no. It's fantastic. That guy is going to save the fucking planet. I mean, the things he... Yeah, yeah, the thing with the toilets, right? The, 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 the toilets that could... Yeah. There, there, well, there's, there are three parts, three one-hour parts to this. One part is the toilets doing amazing things there, and that, that also works in with malaria and polio, and he's just trying to eradic- eradicate disease. Uh, the second one talks I'm still about- more impressed that with those Japanese toilets, the ones that spray out when you're done. But go on. <laughs> um, he also is talking about water purification and waste, not just the toilets. Um, shit, I, I just drew a blank. Fuck. Uh, but the, to me, the bigger thing... Dude, was, I had Bill Gates' shit water at a fancy restaurant one time. You know what I mean? They, they were like, it's super expensive because it's from Bill Gates' shit that's been filtered out. I didn't like it that much, but well, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, it was, it was the novelty of it that was fun. The big thing was uh, nuclear power. Um, I read, or not read, I saw years ago on CBS on 60 Minutes, which is on CBS, I don't know why I said CBS, on 60 Minutes, um, that he was working on a nuclear reactor that ate its own waste. Like, the big thing about a nuclear reactor yeah, is... Yeah, I, I saw a TED Talk with a guy. He was the same kid who, when he was 16 years old, he built a nuclear reactor in, in Michigan, in his parents' basement, with shit that he bought online. This was in, like, the 2000s. And so... they Well, they came and they were like, well, kid, you can't have this in the basement. That being said... We're giving you a job working on nuclear stuff. Holy fuck, that's impressive. (laughs) You did this with shit from Radio Shack and Amazon? That's ridiculous, man. And so he had developed, and he was was, uh, talking about this, it was uh, a lot of the nuclear reactors have these spent fuel rods, and those basically right now are just getting stored in hollowed out mountains in flyover states, right? And But this reactor runs on those spent fuel rods right exactly and that's where bill gates is now like uh the thing i saw in 60 minutes is updated and uh i'll i'll just give you a spoiler alert listen everyone listening uh spoiler alert so they create the reactor um they have the prototype and they're like okay this is amazing not only and and he he tries to alleviate everyone's fears he said there's he, he goes into detail, and I obviously can't because I'm not a smart person. Uh, I'm not a nuclear physicist. He goes into detail saying why this cannot melt down like Three Mile Island or explode like Chernobyl. And all the safeguards and the different ways the reactors work so that could never happen. And then Bill Gates says things like, yeah, this could get hit by a, a tsunami like Japan. You could fly an airplane into it like 9-11. This thing is safe. And then they also talk about how what you just said it takes old rods and uses them for fuel. So it's it's amazing. So they have the prototype and they say, all right, we need to start building these. And after searching and searching for people to, to partner with, China steps up and says, well, fuck it. We're, you know, we need power. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's start building them. And then Trump lays down the tariffs and we go into a trade war and everything comes to a screaming halt and you're just watching this and it's so uplifting and you're like holy shit this is going to be great we will have safe clean power and fuck you trump so it's it's sort of on the you know it's in standby right now it's not like he dismantled everything and took it all away we just have to get this asshole out of office and or he needs to fix this shit with this stupid fucking trade war to open things up again because well i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying that being said um, I, a lot, like, so most of the people in my family have made a living uh, storing spent nuclear uh, reactor rods in their trailers and selling them back to energy companies. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's thinking about American small businesses that operate out of those trailer parks. 
<laughs> well, since Americans aren't uh, using spent rods yet, uh, that isn't happening. All right, they were making meth with them. Either way, it was fucking American-made, American-owned businesses. It was by, for, and about Americans, all right? That was some sp- star-spangled fucking crank right there. And I will not have the Chinese taking away my family's business. You made me cough. I was laughing so hard. I've been up for a fucking week just off half an eight ball of that shit. You ever fuck with that? Hey, fuck (laughs) the blue myth from from Breaking Bad. That green shit. The shit that glows when you turn the lights off. That shit will keep you up for a goddamn decade. I love that shit. I think that's the shit uh, um, Chevy Chase snorted in the movie Modern Problems. Yeah, and it fucked him up so bad you haven't heard from him since. Oh, that was such a horrible movie. That was a fucking awful movie. All right, uh, let's move to another news story. I want to spend a little time on this one. Wisconsin students walk out to protest racial slur firing. And you're like, huh, that's odd. And you look and it's, it's a bunch of African-American students. You're like, well, wait a second. Wait, they're, they're protesting someone getting fired because of using a racial slur? Oh, it turns out an African-American student... Cletus made a mar- amazing barbecue. I don't give a fuck. We still want him as the chef in the school lunch. It was amazing. He made he made he made pork rinds from for, from scratch. It was delicious. I don't I don't care what the fuck he called us. It was delicious. Well, it turns that that would be the one thing. But this turns out uh, there was an African American student who was. Uh, just being sort of a dickhole, and an African-American security guard at the school was trying to get the kid not to be a dickhole. So the students started calling the... They're, they're, so we have two black people, two black men, yelling at one another. The students started calling the security guard the N-word, and the security guard started saying back, don't call me the N-word. And so the yeah. security guard got fired for using a racial slur because he said the N-word. He said, look, don't you call me blank and... Uh, so he got fired because so they the have a security zero, guard was a black guy. They were both black, and the school apparently has a, a zero tolerance wow. a policy for racial slurs. And thank goodness that these. This students- is what happens when your HR lady literally is colorblind. It doesn't seem colored. This is ridiculous, man. Exactly. Fifteen hundred people attended this protest because the students are saying, "Okay, look, uh, white people, we don't want using this word. You using this word." And if a security guard was randomly yelling the N-word at a bunch of students, even if he is black, that's probably inappropriate. But if there are two black people in an argument and one is yelling at the other, you're an N-word, and the other is yelling back, don't call me the N-word. If Yeah, if you're literally quoting the guy who's screaming it in your face. Yeah, and you're... You know. you're, you're but, uh, I do not understand. This is where zero tolerance gets... You can't... It just becomes absurd, it's it's why zero tolerance doesn't work every time. And this there is has at a high be, school, right? Yeah, this is at a high school. There has to be like gray areas. There has to be just little like okay, Wait, special circumstance. It, I didn't see it in the article. Was the HR person white? Um, no, but I'm just assuming that it was overall like just a uh, the school district. You know. Uh, uh, it's this is this is a manifest this isn't one person making a decision it's a group of people who say well this is what the law says this is what the contract this is what our by bylaws this is our thing if this was a white person who fired a black person for using the n-word this is the sneakiest goddamn racist that ever lived you, you know what i mean this is the leonardo dicaprio in departed of racists i mean they were way undercover way undercover they went to a blue state they, 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 she cut her hair all short and a crew cut and dried it green. She wore those ridiculous ceramic earrings and stuff. It is stuff, an elderly it, white woman. I yay! just Googled her in the background. Oh my God. Silver now, hair. Now, normally white I woman. hate, I hate old white racists and stuff, but I mean, this lady, she really went above and beyond. She said that the zero tolerance approach has been applied consistently. And that's, you know, this is where This is the sneakiest racist woman that ever lived. Uh, things need nuance. Um, a message for the Madison Teachers Union for Anderson was not immediately returned. So hopefully the guy will get his uh, um, job back. It's it's just silly. Uh, you can't just blanket statement everything. You have to look at individual instances. And again, sometimes that will get you bogged down. You know what? I'm, I'm going to combine a couple stories in my head here. This is where it's... <laughs> God, I'm really stretching here, so stay with me. It's situations like this where uh, an authoritarian um, place like China is good. So 
here we say that this thing says zero tolerance. We won't look at nuance. We're just going to fire this guy no matter what happened. The reason I'm saying China's good is when they're authoritarian, they say, oh, people don't like nuclear reactors. They're afraid. They say no nukes, but fuck you. We like this. We're just going to do it. And the, the citizens can't protest. You yeah. see where I'm trying to tie these two together? It's it, at some hands authoritarianism is nice. Authoritarianism is nice. Uh, when it comes to this shit in Wisconsin, it's bad. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I was joking about. It. I genuinely think this was an old racist lady who was just sort of over the top, and she was like, "Oh, you want to see PC bullshit?" And then just fucking did something insane. Uh, to kind of show that, like, see, you shouldn't fire people for language. I I really think this was an undercover racist. I don't because it's Madison, Wisconsin, and they are like the super liberals. I think it. I think it's just letter of the law. I think she's probably a hyper liberal um, person. That 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 word is bad, no matter who says it, and and it doesn't matter. This, you know, I I think there was no thought given to it at all. I think it was just. We, we implemented this because we're going to be as woke as fuck. And when we hear the word, you're fired no matter what. She, she, she jumped the shark. She fired a black for person for calling himself the wrong word. Exactly. That's crazy. All right, moving on. A couple quick things to talk about. I thought this was really interesting just for personal reasons, this news story I sent you. It's small cans lead to big sales for Coca-Cola. Um, for for the longest time, everything was getting bigger. You know, cans, then 20-ounce bottles, then two liters, and you go to 7-Eleven and you get the big gulp, and then Bloomberg started saying, oh, you can't drink that much soda, we're going to make big cups illegal. Coca-Cola is putting out bullet-sized cans of soda. They're like uh, the size of a Red Bull can, and their sales are through the roof because people are like, ooh, now I can drink Coke, but I'm not getting a whole lot of sugar. I still get the taste, but I just get a little bite of it. The reason I found this story so interesting is the very first time I went to Japan, all soda was sold in cans like this, in these little bullet small sip cans. The last time I went to Japan, they had expanded to the big gulps and the bigger sodas. Really? Yes. And between those 10 years, the first time and last, I saw a marked increase in the size of Japanese people. The first time I went, I'm like, wow, everybody's relatively thin. Ten years later, I'm like, wow, you got some porkers going on now. That's how fast it happens when your diet changes. It was insane. It's like that graph you look oh, at yeah. uh, um, where they say, and I'm gonna get these I'm gonna make these numbers up, but the the heart of what I'm saying is true. In say nineteen ninety-five or two thousand, uh, um, Mississippi was the fattest state because 20% of their population was obese. And today, Colorado is the thinnest state because only 18 or 20% of their population is obese. Something like that, where the fattest state uh, percentage is now the percentage of the thinnest state in America. It's insane. Oh, it's, it's wild, man. Um, and I know there's, there's a ton of documentaries about... Um, us being too fat as a species, especially a country now on Netflix. But one of my favorites, because uh, I, I watched it when I still lived in Iowa, was King Corn. And that one was fucking great, man. And and, and they went into the soft drink thing. And it, it was basically saying that, kind of like you were talking about with the, the increased size in soda that you noticed being sold in Japan compared to the increased size of the people walking around Japan, they were like, yeah, we've always eaten stuff that was, you know, high in, 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 in like fats and, you know, even carbs and stuff like that. But then, they, you know, they went into the, the different types of like processed sugar and shit and how your body breaks it down different. But one thing they really went into was the soft drinks because they were like before soda and shit, you didn't really drink a whole lot of stuff with a lot of calories and sugar. You might add a little bit of your own, a little bit more natural, like, hey, here's just a couple teaspoons, you know, of my own sugar. If you're making Kool-Aid or something? Of, of Not even, but I'm talking further back, like to sweeten your coffee or tea or something. Oh, okay. You know, and, and it wouldn't be a ton of it. 
it wouldn't be the ultra processed stuff. It was a little more natural. It was the stuff, like even if you make your own stuff that's carby and sugary and all that, but you're doing it out of the stuff from your fucking cabinets. It's not the same as that shit from the from the factories. That's basically that with a bunch of other chemicals and preservatives and like a, a cheaper, less natural version of that sugar and those carbs. Where, yeah, if you just eat nothing but pancakes all day, it's not great. But if you're making it yourself, it's going to be a hell of a lot better than eating them from McDonald's. Yeah, or buying and Eggo, now, frozen, whatever chemicals right. they put in that to make it taste right. good. And, and we definitely haven't been getting that in, in liquid form until the rise of soft drinks. And our, our body's just not used to it. It's not used to processing it, and so it just fucking turns it all into fat. Well, I have, I have two thoughts, because I, I had the thought um, when I was in Japan. I never was able to turn it into a joke, but I liked the premise. I thought it would be funny to try and talk about how, well, America doesn't export uh, goods anymore, but hey, we're exporting fat, because that was the thought that went through my mind, as sure. McDonald's expands across the globe, and uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken expands across the globe, and soft drinks and having seen it firsthand, I thought it was interesting. So the reason the story hit me was I thought it was interesting that it's come full circle, that now people still want to have a drink of Coke, but they understand the correlation. And so these small cans that Coke introduced, people are buying the shit out of them because they don't want the chemicals or the, of the Diet Coke. They like the taste of regular Coke, but, you know, they, they want less of it. And then the other thought I had was, did you see Bill Burr's new special? Yeah. That was great. I, I thought it was great, too. And I did love one moment, and there we go. Hey, by the way, England, I've been here a couple of days. Uh, you fuckers ain't so thin yourself. And everybody just started laughing. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're pretty fucking fat, too. Because uh, like, everybody talks about America being fat. And uh, it's a worldwide thing now. It's, it's goddamn well, it is worldwide. Because it, it, look, I mean, the, I mean, the same type of, of companies... Some of them are American companies and sell all over the world, but other ones, they're basically copying that model. And it's like, wait, you mean we can make things in bulk for very cheap and they'll be super addictive and people would just buy our like cheap, shitty knockoffs of real food and real drinks? Uh, great, we'll do that. I'm not, I'm not fucking raising my own cattle you, you know, right down the street anymore from grass. I'm going to buy it from Argentina and feed that fucking thing a bunch of grains, you know, six months before it dies to make it basically the equivalent of the 600-pound man that can't get off his coach and is crying on Oprah, you know, because now there's more of that cow for me to sell. And I make money by the pound, so I'm going to fatten it up a bunch before it dies. I'm going to slaughter it and feed you a very fucking unhealthy cow, and you are going to grow into a very fucking un unhealthy person that's super obese because that's the equivalent of the animals that I've just fed you. Mixed with, mixed with a bunch of breaded, sugary fucking shit and wash it down with a Diet Coke. This is true, yeah. And uh, it's funny watching... Um, I'm going to take this sideways now, get away from sugar, but... Uh um, I want to talk the the vegan like um, like there are a lot of uh, diets right now that say oh you should eat nothing but meat eat all meat 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 is the best for you sure. it's high protein all this and then there are others that say vegan and I just heard an argument the other day it was on the Adam Carolla podcast he has a guy that really promotes meat um, and I thought it was just funny that's that's the guy the Vinny Tortorich right? yeah 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 and yeah, uh, yeah. he made a comment uh, that I thought was kind of funny he said. Uh, you know, when it comes to vegans, I, he said that uh, Cam Newton went vegan, and everybody is saying that, uh, oh, he doesn't have the same spunk he used to, and maybe that's why he can't cut like he used to, and maybe that's... I'm like... And I just thought it was funny listening to that. I'm not getting into the whole vegan versus meat-eater thing, but maybe it's because Cam Newton's been in the league, what, 10 years now, and he's constantly injured? Maybe that's why right. he's not the player he used to be. Maybe yeah, it has yeah. less to do with diet, and the more the fact that he's gotten the shit kicked out of him for 10 years. Well, yeah, right, 10 years. I, I mean, that was so rare back in the day for a, a, a football player to do that long in the fucking league. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's that is a very long time. To, not super rare, 
But, I mean, rare enough to where, like, it, at the end of that, at the end of 10 years... Yeah, it's actually eight that's, years. That's I your just fucking career in the I'm, NFL. Yeah, you know? still eight years of getting the shit kicked out of you. You're not going to play the same eight years in the right. NFL. No. All right. Well, I'm not saying there's not those freakish athletes like Tom Brady or something. That fucking happens. But for every Tom Brady, there's about a thousand dudes whose knees are completely fucked after half a decade and have to retire and just invest the money they made in the NFL. Right. Well, look at RG3. RG3, the Redskins are playing right now on Thursday Night Football. Right. He was their first quarterback. He was their first pick. RG3, his rookie year was fucking insane. Yeah. Up until the end, when he got hit and got his knees blown out, and he's been—he's right. never been the same since. He's never Those, been the yeah, same. Yeah, the joint ones fuck him up. A lot yes, more yes, than yes. any goddamn diet will. So, all right, one last story as we are... Uh, this will uh, with new podcast money. This will come out the week of Halloween. Halloween will be. Seven. I will say real quick before yeah. just on the diet thing. Yeah, like yeah, go ahead. people obsess over that shit, and I look. I mean, we kind of know what is really fucking bad for you. And and I'm not talking like if if you're trying to be a a an underwear model or you're trying to be a, a professional UFC fighter. Okay, like this doesn't fucking apply to that. Okay? But we know for the most part what makes you really fat. So when people get on this obsessive oh, I'm gonna do vegan, oh, I'm gonna do keto I'm gonna, I'm gonna do any of this shit. It's like, dude, you gotta you gotta cut out a lot of carbs, cut out a lot of sugar. Maybe not cut it all out, but you know, you and the, the the processed foods is not gonna be as good for you. Like we, we we know what does it in general, and it nobody gets because stuff like um, the the keto, they'll do weird things where it's like, oh well, any sugar's bad, even the stuff in fucking strawberries. Right. Or I something. was just gonna say like apples and bananas, you can't even like. And I'm like, all right, there's nobody yeah, who's right. in a fucking church basement right now crying in some overeaters meeting who is there from eating a bunch of strawberries. Okay, fucking nobody, nobody. So it's like we know what the main culprits are. Okay, it's the fast foods, it's the super processed sugary stuff. It's the super carby processed stuff. Like, we know what does it. If you just fucking eat less of that and you exercise a little more, you're at least going to be fuckable and in shape. And I'm not saying there's not insane fucking health problems with thyroids and things like that. If you're one of those people, I'm sorry for you and that fucking sucks. But for the vast majority of the populations, it's just the shit that I listed. Don't go fucking crazy with these diets. Just know know yourself and you're 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 overeating and being a jackass most of the time well i'll go quick one for further uh i and i can't find it i've but i i'm pretty sure it was time magazine maybe it was newsweek i just i remember full-on reading a news story once that basically said what you just did that when it comes down to the population you have 100 percent of people out of that 100 percent maybe Three to five percent at the top have a legitimate problem that prevents them from losing weight. Right. Eighty percent right. of the population says I can't lose weight because and makes up an excuse. But the legitimate few, it's so it's such a small percentage. Whereas to the rest of people, it is literally eat right and exercise. That's all there to, is to it. It's been proven time yeah. and time again. And there's, there's cheap ways to do it, but fucking canned beans. No one got fat from eating those and frying them up on the run. Like, it's, you, can, you can eat fairly cheap and, and not get crazy. Again, if you're trying to have six-pack abs at 57 years old, you, yeah, you got to take a few ex- extra steps other than what I just fucking mentioned. But for the most part, you're going to stay relatively thin. You're going to stay relatively fuckable. If you do what I just said, the sugar, the carbs, do a little more exercise. We all know this, but we most of us can't fucking do it. And so you'll, you'll go crazy with these diets for a few months and you'll fall the fuck off them. And you'll go back to doing those things that I, I just talked about. Like that's oh, just focus on those few things and that that's it. Yeah, and let's let's talk about a very famous pedophile, uh, Jared from Subway, got famous because you can call you can't call Subway health food, but what he did is he restricted his caloric intake. He had right. a six-inch sub for lunch and a six-inch sub for supper, and that was it. Or maybe a bag of chips, like, 
you have to when you count those calories yeah he he said he walked and ate less that's it he was a fat fuck and he walked and ate less and that's it so yeah it can be done and it if i only eat dunkin donuts but i have one donut a week eventually i will be skinny and dead actually, after about four four months of that i'll be skinny and dead actually you can lose weight on a dunkin donut diet i i read this there was a scientist um and a dietitian who said he it wasn't dunkin donuts but it was twinkies he said i'm gonna go on an all twinkie diet for one month to show you how to lose weight and all he did was restrict the caloric intake. So I like that he's the opposite of the super size me guy. Well, well, <laughs> he's he like, I'm going to show you how to lose weight with, with, with fucking Big Macs. Well, all I love he did this was, with Twinkies was, I mean, say a Twinkie is 300 calories. Yeah. And so he could only eat seven Twinkies a day. That was his meal. He's right. like, all you do is restrict your calories. Seven Twinkies is not going to fill you up. You are going to be fucking hungry. But he's no, like, yeah, no, you, you'll be miserable you the whole time you do yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 when you eat, you know, 7, it's a less healthy version of that intermittent fasting thing where exactly. you don't eat for sixteen hours and shit. Yeah, you're just restricting your calories. I love intermittent fasting. By the way, whenever any celebrity says that, I just think all you're doing is fucking starving yourself. Just call it that. You're starving yourself. It's not intermittent yeah, yeah. fasting. It's you're starving yourself. Just admit to it. You fucking fuck. It's starving light. No, I, I get it, though, but that's kind of what we're talking about there. It's you're restricting your caloric intake to whatever 24 hours is minus 16 hours. I'm terrible at math. Eight hours. You're, you're restricting <laughs> your caloric intake to eight hours of basically whatever the fuck you want to eat, man. And it's it's sort of that way of being like, look, I, I cook at home. I just made vodka sauce the other day for the first time, and it was fucking delicious. Nice. And, I, and I've been making my own pasta from scratch i've been eating fettuccine with vodka sauce that i made myself it's goddamn delicious if you told me listen you you got to give that up and you'll have amazing six-pack abs i would tell you and all six of them packs to go fuck themselves okay like i just i wouldn't do it but if if my whole thing was like okay i gotta i have to do this for some role that they're gonna pay me a bunch of money for whatever I would I would do the I would do the intermittent fasting thing. I would. I would do the starving myself light but getting to eat what I wanted every day in in small amounts. And you would be Brad Pitt light. But I would be fucking honest about what I was doing. I wouldn't be like, "Oh no, I I discovered this enlightened way of being from some shamans on a mountain while doing yoga with a fucking goat standing there for some reason." That's not what I would do. <laughs> I would be like, "Look, I'm, I'm starving myself most of the time and eating my homemade vodka sauce the rest of the time. Goats help with yoga. I read Halle Berry talk about that. She said, uh, I get up and I don't eat for the first eight hours and then I eat a protein bar. It's like, okay, yeah, you're starving yourself. Just a That's why you're right. thin yeah. and fucking hot. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, final news story. Um, this will post on Monday. Uh, I'm bad with math today. 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. And uh, Halloween will be three days after that. So... Um, uh, this is the Halloween story. Three sex offenders in a Georgia county are suing the sheriff over signs warning families not to trick or treat at the offenders' homes. The sheriff put up signs that say, warning, do not trick or treat at this address, registered sex offender inside, and the sex offenders are unhappy. Um, Sounds like they wanted to trick the treaters, man. They're, they're, <laughs> they're pissed off about that. So this, to me, is somehow uh, worse than... Uh, Harvey Weinstein just showing up at a benefit for young actors and actresses. Um, if you're a registered sex offender, whereas Harvey Weinstein can pay yes men to surround him and say, no, nobody's over that. Everybody, like you said, everybody's uh, pissed off at Matt Lauer. Who are these three registered sex offenders who do not understand how people feel about them and that people do not want their kids knocking on their door? You know, I wish I had these three guys' optimism with my sexual attraction to adults. You know what I mean? I feel if I had those two things combined, if I had their hustle and my love for adult pussy, I'll tell you, I would never, I would be crushed. I would be on Colbert tomorrow. <laughs> well, the uh, county deputy said that sex offenders without signs would have to spend the night at the sheriff's office. Didn't say in jail. You just have to like go uh, go sit in the sheriff's. Uh, like time out. Like like uh, yeah, going to time out. And just sit there. Like all right, you're you're not allowed to uh, be at home while the kids are out walking around. 
Yeah, and the thing is, is like, can you argue constitutionally um, locking up a guy for something he did in the past and already served time for? Yes, you can. That being said, there's not a judge or jury in the fucking country that's going to feel bad for you, ever. You know what I mean? It'll just be like, I yeah, the, the founding fathers weren't thinking about you, Skeeter. Fuck you. Like, we don't, we we don't care. Exactly. All right. It's, well, if I'm if I'm the prosecutor, every time I'm just going to go in front of a. Did we uh, violate their constitutional rights? Yes. Um, they fucked the kid, and so that's why we did it. And the jury's going to be like, "Cool, yeah, uh, guilty, absolutely." Yep. So all all power to Christopher Reed, Reginald Holden, and Corey McClendon. Those are the three that said, hey, goddammit, you are infringing upon my right to have young kids come to my door so that I have uh, spank bank material uh, later on that evening when they stop coming to my door. This um, is a slippery slope to fascism. First they <laughs> came for the fellas that was in the 13-year-olds and I said nothing. This is just like the goddamn Holocaust all over again. It really is. Well, our thoughts and prayers go out to those heroes of the... Uh, I don't know. First Amendment, Second Amendment. Is there an amendment for Halloween treating? I don't even fucking know. But all right, kids. Thank you so much. It was for Bill listening. Clinton's favorite amendment. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> one of them. Thanks for listening. Um, spread. He was the giving word. out candy on that jet. Only only time you could trick or treat from a private plane was when old Billy and Jeffrey was on it. Trying to sign out. You're still making Epstein jokes. God damn it. <laughs> um, jakevever.com nathantimble.com spread the word put our podcast on your friend's phone tell people to listen to us and uh, give us nice reviews thank you so much for listening later <laughs>